and welcome to Carnival Personnel Sideshow. I'm Jacques. That is Biff. Hey, it's your old buddy Joe. And today we're going to half-ass our way through another sideshow that uh, a couple hours before we hit go on the mics i text the guys and say why don't we do this uh in this episode in this episode called do you believe in miracles yes uh <laughs> is that a line from, magic right no. uh, that's a great line from tet lasso when tet uses that you know and walking out like the the british kid says to the assistant coach it's like is that from a movie or real life and he's like yes you know <laughs> yes um <laughs> uh, but you know i i i've had conversations along these lines with Joe on car trips and just conversations and and Biff, but we're gonna we're gonna get down to what we really believe, um, and we hold dear to our hearts and the hills we're gonna die on. And I'm gonna this start is like in search of, but instead of being hosted <laughs> by Leonard Nimoy, it's hosted by three red shirts. That's right. <laughs> like, that is exactly correct. Uh, I don't know where to start, but I'm gonna start with this. Biff, do you believe right. in ghosts? Hundred percent. Joe, uh, I ain't afraid of no ghosts because <laughs> I don't believe in them. Okay, so Biff, what, you know, do, do you have some reason why you believe? Have you had an experience? Do you know firsthand, or have somebody who's had an experience? What makes you think ghosts happen? Hundred percent cultural. I mean, it's I, it's just something that is ingrained into my people, just like. For some reason, I well, we'll get to the another subject later on. Uh, it's one of those things that I think, um, you know, the way, however way we got raised or whatever, we kind of accept the fact that you know, uh, accept it as kind of fact that you know, you know, ghosts are a thing. I know that Mister Sparkle in The Simpsons banishes dirt to the land of wind and ghosts. So that's maybe something similar. And what episode is that? So I can go back and do my it's the Mr. Sparkle episode, you know, <laughs> season three, episode seven, or season six, seven, <laughs> but still in the good decade. Mm. Um, I do. I 100% do. Um, personally, uh, you know, um, I, I've, I do not think I've ever experienced a ghost per se, but there's been some times when I've been like, huh, you get these feelings and I know how stupid this sounds like that you're not alone at a place, that there's something there that you can't quantify because you all have that feeling where you know you're being watched and you turn around and there's Joe peeking through your window. I mean, yeah. maybe that's just me. I mean, not this Joe, a completely other Joe who's totally creepy. Not like this Joe is totally not creepy. No, mm -hmm. but there's been those things where you've been there and it was, it was a few years ago for, uh, for about, a week i kept having the same weird feeling and i even told my wife i'm like i for some reason and i'm not this isn't leading into a bit i for some reason honestly felt that my biological dad for some reason was trying to contact me and 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 i don't believe hard in these things that I, I would never watch any of those ghost hunting things yep. but i couldn't shake that feeling for a full Weak. Does he and, owe God money? Is that what you he's know? It, <laughs> you know uh, he wasn't a big gambler. You know, oh, okay. I, I guess maybe with yeah, I don't know, with STDs in the seventies and eighties, sixties. I don't, I don't think, I don't think, you know, sleeping with numerous amounts of women simultaneously was something he started just in nineteen seventy-five when he left episode four, Daddy Issues. Uh, well, but he I certainly did, won the lottery then. 
and I could not. Nah, you got with him. I think it was it was a sheer number of uh, quantity over quality. Oh, okay. So sorry. Uh, but uh, but yeah, no. One hundred percent, I do. I also believe. I believe along the lines. It's it's funny. I'll, I'll you know well I'll just throw it out there now because a lot of this shakes off the street. I'm an atheist, you know, and I so badly, so badly want to believe in a magical <laughs> being in the sky that is going to reward me for being a good boy on this planet. So I don't believe in and a god per se, but I definitely believe in ghosts. Um, I also, I, you know, for me, I've told my boys, it's like, when I'm gone, I'm gone. This is just a shell. You know, uh, the only way I'm going to get into an Ivy League school, if you donate my body to like Harvard Medical so that they can practice opening a sternum on a corpse, you know, it's like, and so that's the only way I'm going to get into Harvard. I'm like, you know, but like I said it to you before. Well, I will tell you this one thing of that, you know, one thing my mom told me before she died, and this was a long time ago. It wasn't like at her deathbed or anything like that. But we were talking about, I don't know what led to this discussion, but, uh, oh, I, I think I know. So um, so in, it, it's it's normal for Japanese to have these um, uh, family, you know, uh, you know, it, it's, they're not really like plots, but it, because the Japanese cremate, right? Uh, essentially, the, uh, the ashes end up in these little, you know, like little urns and stuff like that. And then they have these um, <clears throat> areas in these family cemetery, you know, you know, plots if you will where there's like a basically a lid that opens and you could put the new member of the family that's departed into this you know container at a, at a cemetery right it's kind of like that star wars action figure set that it was shaped like right. darth vader's head so i guess, I guess like, got, yes, um, yes. compartments <laughs> right yeah i mean they have really they broke have those it down for me <laughs> is, it, is it like is it not the mausoleum but whatever you know they have, they have those kinds of things you know in other yeah. in other cultures but that's the comp you know yeah you know, japan kind of tight tight with space so anyway though one of the things that it, um, uh, so it started with a discussion of how my um, my aunts and uncles wanted to um, have my dad's body move from that cemetery to somewhere more convenient because they're in the boonies, and then and then that eventually led to this discussion of if you ever put my ashes into that into that place, I will haunt you forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so but- I don't want my mom haunting me. You know, so my, she does not go there. <laughs> my my Korean mother in law had very specific things for very for the same reasons. Yeah, you know, no different reasons, but akin to those. No, uh, what I was going to say, and you get this, Biff. Uh, I say it to my boys all the time. You can always find me in the drift. Yeah. You know, which is yeah. from, from Pacific Rim when he tells right. he, he knows yeah, yeah. he's going on a suicide mission and he tells yeah. his daughter, it's like, don't worry, you can always find me. In I, I, you know, I believe and we can get into this later, but I 100 percent believe in the force. I'm an atheist, but I do believe in guardian angels. I believe there's been more. Sort there's of a fallen angel, aren't you? There you go. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> there's been more than a few times in my life that I won't bore us with. I should have died. Or or been maimed or seriously hurt. Like, I, I uh, drove a friend to San Diego driving back. I forget what highway. I'm going a little too fast. It is raining. And it's traffic. It's not bumper-to-bumper traffic. But but I do a at least three or four times, like a spin-out. Like, you know, going forward, you know, go, going clockwise three or four times and a pocket of nothing. Like, luckily, there was cars – 
a quarter mile behind me or a quarter mile ahead of me, but the rest of the trip down and back, it, had that happened, had I done half a spin once, I would have been hit, I would have flipped, all these things. Right. There's no reason, like like the 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 stroke of luck, you know that that happened, and I, you know so many other times that you know being a kid doing stupid things, we've all had that. We should be dead story. I have at least a half a dozen that I know of, uh, not the ones in a drunken stupor that I, have, <laughs> that, I, that I have no idea. But there's no reason that you know at one point, you know what I mean, uh, a ghost distant relative or you know you know the uh, the ghost of like you know bill finger who said hey this is a huge batman fan i'm gonna keep this kid around more if that's true then i think there's just like maybe like it's kind of like um i picture if there are guardian angels then the world is kind of like being guarded by maybe like 12 guardian angels and they're all like costco employees like you know <laughs> like they're spread out real thin because I mean, there's a lot of a lot of shitty things that happen to very nice people who don't have a guardian angel was like, you know, on a two week break that time. And you know, <laughs> they were on that, you know, flight 93. You know, I mean, it's just kind of like there's awful things that happen to awful to great people. And I don't know. So and I'm just like me keep getting free passes. I'm just here. To, by the way, I'm just here to laugh and mock all of your beliefs. So this is going to be my final podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you, were you under the auspice that we had you here for another reason? <laughs> you know, did, you, did you think you played another role in my life? Joe? <laughs> hey, I'm feeling pretty good about myself. Hey, let's give Joe a quick call. I, yeah. I got, you know, all my right. ego is feeling too good. Right. My britches. I'm getting way too big for uh i should not be on a horse this high let me oh no my wife is busy let me call joe and just bring me back okay next thing yeah ufos sure i believe in unidentified flying objects I don't believe that they're flying saucers. I don't believe they're little green men. No, no, yeah. So let me ask you this. Do you believe there's intelligent life on another planet somewhere in this galaxy or somewhere in this vast universe? Yeah, I think so. Only from the only from a probability standpoint that it seems super unlikely that Earth is the only place in this vast, you know, hey. system of systems where all of the right conditions were met to create life. So. I think that there's always got to be a first. And I think Earth is I think Earth is the first one. I mean, look, you know, if 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 there is a god, um this is kind of like the first experiment if you will, like, oh, this is I'm going to create a planet and you know, see what happens. Oh, all right. Well, I know what to do the next time. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I think there maybe we we might be the Let's only see. Let's start uh, with no penises. That seems to be that seems to be the thing that gets most of the trouble is caused by right. male genitalia. So we're just gonna take that away. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, I, I I don't out I don't rule out the possibility of life on other planets, but intelligent life. I mean, if they are, they're wicked far away. Yeah, and they they they, they yeah. they're they're like in you know like the the primordial stages of uh, I, I don't think they're I don't think there are advanced civilizations if you want to say that like I don't think that there are um, alien life forms that can travel you know across galaxies I don't know I, I think I think we're it I mean I that's the thing that's the, I th 
it's scary. It's scary to think that, yeah, this is it. Like there's no heaven. There's no hell. There's no other planets. There's no, right. you know, friendly. Slow you know, your roll, John Lennon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, imagine there's no I'm imagining heaven. that, like, what if this is it? What if this is the first one? I know where I'm killing the premise of this podcast. No, no, I think it's great. I mean, the whole what if this is as good as it gets, you know, yeah. galactically speaking. Uh, what are your thoughts, you know, Biff? I mean, I mean, I just think that, you know, we at some point right this all came from, you know the, the the whole big bang sequence basically kind of happened and things just kind of spewed out everywhere right so it just seems like from a probability standpoint just considering how vast this universe is that it seems really really unlikely that in the kind of the uncalculable num you know amount of you know space we have and the number of planets that exist and everything else that this is the only place where the correct set of circumstances, you know, existed for life to develop. Now, I'm more with Joe in a lot of this other stuff where this whole thing about um, uh, I, 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 I'm less likely to believe that there are intelligent life that had bothered to travel to a point where they've kind of come around Earth to check it out. Right. I think that is that is probably a lot, lot less likely not. But I don't think it's you know, I don't think it's a zero either right? yeah, i don't I want to think of earth as the grand canyon of the you know the galaxy or the the, the universe right. that so just i just think from a probability standpoint it just seems it's really really unlikely in in a place this vast that this is the only place where the correct set of circumstances existed for life to develop i've always that, believed yeah. in in ufos and aliens and aliens having visited the earth and I still kind of do. One of the few things that give me pause is I remember listening to Carl Sagan. This is maybe yeah. 15 years. Oh, it, if it was maybe. Who am I thinking of the guy in the wheelchair who talked through the voice box? Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawkins. I think Hawkins. it might have been Stephen Hawkins who said he believes. I think he believed because of just the sheer numbers, just the sheer right. numbers. You know, I mean, we're a small galaxy and there's nine planets here and some of the moons, many of the planets have moons bigger than Earth. You know what I mean? So yeah. just in this galaxy, there's like 50 Earth size and bigger. Anyways, but his one thing is like based on human history, never once in human history has one tribe of cavemen traveled and engaged with another tribe that the one who had the bigger stick didn't and instantly enslave <laughs> like murder all the men and enslave all the women and children instantly and you know and it's the same go through the history since the beginning of time never once has one culture you know embarked on a trip that came across another one that they weren't slightly more technologically advanced for and that happened every single time not once yeah. did it not happen still happens to today oh you have oil here <laughs> and you don't have nuclear capability. Well, I guess that oil is ours now. Um, but, you know, and so when he said that, he goes, but at the same time, he's projecting humanity onto, you know, a, a race of people. Right. Yeah. And, and, and when you talk and what I always love when you, when a sci-fi movie or when people have these discussions, if I, if I saw a UFO, if you saw a UFO once, the, the, the amount of technology, like warp speed would have to exist. Hyperspace would have to exist for somebody to travel to this planet 
because because the Hubble telescope hasn't picked anything up yet. So you would have to travel beyond the Hubble telescope's abilities to get here. And if you have the technology to do that, I think you've worked your way around our little atom bombs, our little hydrogen bombs, our little, you know, pea shooters. It literally would be like the old Superman uh, 50 show. I Oh, the bullets didn't work, but I'm going to throw the gun at him. And that's going <laughs> to knock him down. So that that's giving me pause. But yeah, it would not surprise me to know that 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 aliens built the pyramids and aliens built. I'm not saying they did, but, you know, I'm also wouldn't it be like, oh, yeah, I, I find that hard to believe. I take that as sort of a jab against the culture of people who did build the pyramids. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you're too freaking stupid to build the pyramids. It's got to be aliens. Guilty no way you idiots. No way you morons could have built this. What are you talking about? They're right there. Nah, well, that ain't you. I, I I base that on every documentary that I've seen that talked about the precision and the, the tools that they had at the time and what they pulled off. And I won't go too far down the rabbit hole, but, you know, at one point they realized, oh, these X amount of pyramids kind of resemble a you know, what do you call it? An astrological body in the side, except it's missing. You know, one pyramid would be right here. And then they actually do some like, you know, deep space forensic or infrared. And it's like over the course of like the last 2000 years, the river had changed and they actually went underwater and they're like, holy fuck, there is a pyramid down here where that thing and the corners on them like the precision of the right angles that are hard to replicate with today's tools and engineering and architectural advances every architect i've ever talked to and it's weirdly enough i do know a few who are like yeah it's it's pretty unfathomable that they were able to do what they were able to do um sort of the egyptians like outsourced to the you know, like the contracting <laughs> to the aliens are like you know like <laughs> it's kind of like the aliens just sort of showed up to a barren planet or a barren part of the planet yeah. i mean what a perfect place there's so much land in all of these other directions what's the more the most perfect place to build you know uh, our pyramids than in the desert where there's nothing. No, hey, hey, look, I, I'm, I'm not saying these theories don't have flaws. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying there might have been a couple loopholes in the first Star Wars or uh, checking notes every Star Wars. But I, I do know that it would, according to Star Trek, um, aliens are all humanoids and they all speak English. So right, that's right, right. Which, which is amazing. Um, no, but when I when I when I when I think of that and and I, I know how illogical for a person who likes to think himself as a very logic driven person and science based person. Yeah. You know, it is highly illogical that that would happen. And, and part of it is like, yeah, I kind of want to believe it. You know, I, 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 I kind of want to believe that, you know, uh, uh, I, I'm the last starfighter and I'm going to do so good at this video game that, that, that a race is going to see my resident evil skills and realize, oh, we put this game here as a test to find the best person to do this. So, we need you. No, I mean, it, it, it is it, it it is an interesting thought. But Did I, anybody I can... ever have a either one of you have a UFO sighting? I have not personally, but I have listened to a lot of Art Bell when I used to be in a touring <laughs> band in the '90s. I used to honestly, like pre-internet, I remember writing 
the radio station he was based out of saying, I'm driving across the country to Los Angeles, and could you give me a guide that says which station I can pick Art Bell up on? I mean, (laughs) I'm not kidding. I cannot tell you how many long trips when I was playing junior hockey – when I was playing, you know, in the band or just moving back and forth, that Art Bell was always one of the reasons I used to like to drive off hours, less people on the road, you know, and uh, and listen to that. So I think I think part of it, as I want to believe, uh, here is something that I'd be very interested to see what you guys think. I honestly believe at one point somewhere in our development. Well, if that's the same thing, one of the reasons about the pyramids, we were so advanced then, and there was no advances in architecture for centuries after that. It's like, wait, what? And Joe Rogan, when he used to be funny, had a great routine, an absolute amazing routine about how advanced we were, but there was a disease that ravaged people who had an IQ over a certain point, like, like an only, <laughs> and only the dumb people like survived or something like that. Uh, uh, but no, I believe some point in our development, we're going to be able to fly. And again, I, I base that on two things. One, I really want to fly to be all the true. time. I, I really, fly. you know what I mean. Unless like, you're, unless you're using Southwest, then you're not. <laughs> then, then you're not. Yeah, I, then you're grounded. Yeah. I, I really, really want to believe it. And two, it, no matter where you do any research or, or what documentaries you see with neurologists and brain specialists, people, I've seen it at, as mo- between ten and twenty percent is what experts say we've used our brain. Like we've only tapped in. Like that. That Einstein <clears throat> on his best day was using between 10 and 20% of his brain power. And what are we going to be able – does gravity become uh, a quaint little like, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know, limitation when you untap the other 80% of your brain? You know how birds fly? <laughs> you know how I, birds fly? Well, I know they suddenly appear every time you are near because just like me, they long to be close to you they're uh, mostly air their bodies are mostly air yeah. and they have very aerodynamic uh what do you call them there wings uh so they can um you know uh use uh physics to their advantage to become uh, airborne and fly uh humans are mostly water and you're, pizza you're, but but you're basically saying that we're gonna be x-men at some point right pizza. yes that i well first of yeah, all no. uh it's been argued joe that i am mostly full of hot air therefore <laughs> if somebody i is don't going know how this thing works uh, but i but so we've all seen and heard those stories about the 80 year old farmer's wife who's in the house and she sees the tractor fall on her husband who runs out and picks up a tractor off her husband or or a mom or a dad who's like lifted a car off there they never were able to do it again but you know that the super strength gets tapped into and again i've never actually I, seen footage I, of it yeah i think that's you know that's your classic, bullshit you know video video or you know video or it didn't happen um it's called adrenaline and they feel it after it happens like it's like in the moment yes you can do something that you normally would didn't think that you could because you're 
basically like uh, on crack for about that much, you know, yeah. that much time. So you think you, you, your inhibitions are all gone and yes, but there, I mean, there are physical limitations, but no, I don't well, there's think. There's also the alternate of meth, right? That's yes. The other alternate, right? Yes. We also have meth. Thank God for meth. No. When, um, yes. When people are an angel dust and they do incredible feats or look in hockey, like how many right. times Biff, have we seen a guy truly break so, so, a that's, leg that's, and yeah. finish a shift? But that's very different from the X-Men, I'm going to fly. That's a, Those are two right. different things. But my whole thing is, well, have you guys ever heard these stories or, or, or seen the documentaries or read how we only use 10 to 20% of our brain? What yeah, do you okay. think yeah. is going to be unlocked in that 80%? Like, it's, More it, intelligence you know, so that we don't have this shit show going on in Congress. Yeah, like, <laughs> it, it, basically, yeah, we'll have better uh, ways to process knowledge. You know, it's it's we're not going to be like it's not like you make it sound like the brain has like some sort of I know it's it's all because there's a connection to some force or whatever that makes it where the the it brain can tap. <laughs> yeah, like the I, I, really, I really liken it to the the what a computer can do now versus what it used to do say in the 80s right yeah i think it's kind of closer to that and how come my computer how come my iphone my iphone is so much it it has so much more brain power than me and yet it can't fly if i drop (laughs) it it breaks pretty easily it's a pretty fragile device so once you know once we can make computers like or a machine um you know uh you know without jet propulsion or aerodynamics levitate then you got me but um, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's maybe it's the color of our sun. You know, we're only getting the power from our yellow sun, right? So Thank maybe you. if we had a like Thank a red you. sun or a pink I mean, sun. I mean, you know, one of the things that always amazes me, and I, we've all seen them. I think Biff has seen these more than I have, and I think I might have seen them more than you, Joe. When you see these four-year-old kids who are just shredding on a guitar. You know, or just, I mean, there was this little Japanese girl a few years ago, the clip went around where she is playing, oh, I forget what Zeppelin song it is. And they played it for Robert Plant on a show. And he's and he he's like, I've had so many studio musicians who have come close to, to, to what, you know, what it was when we originally record that. And I've never seen anybody nail this. And with such ease, it's like, I mean, that's one of those things. It's like, Gifted people live among us. I mean, absolutely gifted people live among us who can do these unimaginable things, you know, and whether there was no footage of Beethoven actually writing those symphonies when he was four years old. But now you can't go to TikTok without seeing a three year old playing Beethoven still in a diaper. (laughs) I mean, can't control their bowels, but can absolutely shred on a guitar can play drums better than neil pert they can you know do these incredible things and i and and that's the kind of stuff i'm like oh there's something in that person's brain that has been unlocked that 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 is just happening that doesn't happen in anybody else and that's why they can do this and what happens when we can intentionally hook up into that i don't know maybe maybe that uh, four-year-old's parents didn't park him in front of a fortnight you know, for, well, that, or that to... plus, I think, I think once again, I think with many, with like many things, right? Uh, over the years, they they have gotten better at essentially training, right? So if you look at athletes, right, the athlete, the the hockey players of today 
will blow away hockey players from the 70s, despite some of all of these geezers want to believe that the 70s hockey was better. No, 70s hockey was garbage. And it, it looked- wasn't. And you're you're right because it's not and it's not due to the maybe a slight evolution yeah. of the brain, but it's mostly about the accumulation and passing down of yeah. knowledge. Yeah. But I mean, some of these kids are like even barely not able to talk and, and do these amazing things. Oh, oh, oh that's yeah, the but, other but, thing. But I think it's but it's the intersection. Right? I mean, we know that the that people aren't the same, right? So you have that intersection of somebody who's who's able to provide the proper training intersecting with you know a, you know a, a child who has you know a, you know more of a talent you know along those lines than some of the others and that's how you get right because like like just you look at these kids playing hockey you have you know all these kids thousands of kids being trained kind of in the same way and then a few will come out that's just like yeah like ridiculous no and yeah. it's because you have that intersection i think well, maybe we need more flying schools you know like younger Thank you. Like, yes. teaching these kids how to yes. fly at an early age I, i'm down with that uh Okay, push so these he, kids out of windows. <laughs> hey, what, what, what are they disagreeing with Putin on things? Because that's, you know, <laughs> well, a lot of journalists in, in Russia have been trying to fly the last, like, you know, 20 years. Uh, I, I had forgotten to put this on the list. Do you think time travel will ever be a reality? Uh, forward? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we... and I don't mean people listening to the podcast hitting the fast forward button. <laughs> I don't mean that kind of time travel. Ah, yeah. uh, I mean, uh, Mr. Back to the Future speaking. Yes. Um, I don't know about, you know, I don't want to burst anybody's bubble. I do. Uh, but I don't think we can travel back to the past. I don't think the time is like, like a linear kind of yeah. thing where it's just kind of like you can pinpoint where we're constantly leaving some sort of like time stamp on the universe just by being, you know? So I don't think that you can just go back to a specific, you know, save point in the timeline and specifically like earth's timeline. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think there's any of that, but I think because of um, the theory of relativity, I think you might be able to travel further beyond your years artificially you know by slowing down your aging process you know what i mean like so i think you may be able to do it or get to that point faster than you normally would so i think traveling forward in time is possible you know like if basically using rocket ships like you know going way out in the space and then coming way back wormholes and stuff like that uh maybe or just like yeah or just traveling closer to the speed of light you know where the closer you get to the speed of light, the less, I guess, it, it, it slows down things and it, yeah, it, it yeah. gets all timey-wimey. Yeah. But I think traveling forward in time might be possible, but I don't know about, I'm not going to be able to go back and, and, and hit on my mom, if that's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, your mom would have been be hitting, hitting on, on you. Me. Yes, right. sorry, sorry, sorry. Get it right, Calvin. Yeah, um, my line, George. <laughs> yes, you should swear. Uh, okay, so I have Biffy, that. Up. What do you think? Oh, a hard no. Hard yeah. no. Time Hard travel. no. Yeah. Like I not think, now, think, do you think ever? Like four hundred years in the future. I think a hard no. Only because just just the the actual logistics of that happening in terms of, you know, I think I don't think uh, you know, we are not physically made up that way. I mean, our grandparents lived in the most phenomenal time in history. That, you know, our grandparents were born into a world without cars 
And in a span of 60 years, or a span of like really, yeah, about 60 years, we went from cars, from no cars, to walking on the moon. Well, first I should say, do you guys believe we went to the moon? I mean, let's, let's get a baseline. Did we yes. go to the moon? Okay. So we got off this flat earth and we went to the flat moon. Okay. No, but seriously, and, and our grandparents' time, when you think about, you know, uh, uh, you know, silent movies to, to Avatar, which isn't as, as impressive as going from horse and buggies to the Model T or the Model A, I don't think they started with T. I think they worked their way through the alphabet, just like with Preparation H. Uh, but we, but in my grandfather's lifetime, he was born in a world without cars and saw a man go to, and before that, you know, in his lifetime, in the 20s, they thought the moon was made of cheese, you know? So if you go back four- I think these are all stupid myths. I don't think people <laughs> ever believe- like the whole thing about the flat earth, people knew the earth was round for like, you know, the whole thing about Christopher Columbus and the earth is flat thing. That's been debunked. It's just, you know, stupidness of stupid people. So people know the earth is round now and there are people who think the earth is flat. Because they're just Kyrie Irving, <laughs> Kyrie Irving. Uh, no, but the, but my whole point as far as technology goes, we, you know, people in 1900, you know, before the Wright brothers couldn't believe you're actually going to be able to do that. People, I, I think the fundamental difference is, is that what you're describing are all advanced versions of things that we observe now to be done, right? You know, cars are an advanced version where instead of a horse, you got an engine. It's just, you know, it just works a lot better, right? You know, what's what's amazing know? to me is with Star Trek, how many people had gone up oh who is the guy who played scotty why am i why am i blanking his name Do he's doing so Do i i've seen so many documentaries where he's talked to people who have told him flat out uh i i saw star trek and because of you you know i wanted to be an engineer i wanted to be part of the building blocks that is going to get to what that show was and and these are people who are mit professors and and just the most advanced robotics the most advanced and he was he said no matter how many times people came up and told their story about watching star trek seeing you seeing the technology and knowing you know it's funny with my my physicist dad i remember him saying with a with a project he was on that it doesn't exist it can't be done it's with 20 25 years away but if we push the chips in the middle of the table and make it a priority it can be done in seven or ten you know yeah. the thing that amazes my dad the most when john f kennedy said we're going to be on the moon in 10 years that was the most asinine foolish statement a human being could have made we were we were 50 years away at best and when he said we're going to be there in a decade what had to happen and, and the same thing with, with, with the manhattan project you know the fact where we started and where we wound it up in that time and again they went around they rounded up all the smartest eggheads they could locked them in a room and says you guys can come out when you figure this shit out right. and they did it, you know what should have taken 20 years what are we talking about by the way we went from oh, time not, travel to I, a horse and well that's the whole thing the, like hmm. all these things like warp speed I, I think i think like i said i don't i am clearly not conveying this to you but i think that 
the, everything that you've said, like going to the moon are advanced versions of things that, you know, things basically we know that birds can fly, right? We don't see birds fly out of the atmosphere, but they're advanced versions of actual air propulsion, which is a thing, right? But there is no parallel to try time travel. There is none. That is not, there's nothing that you can compare. This is like a, a better version of doing this, right? By the way, if, if somebody right? did go back in time, how would we know? Uh, they would they would be winning. They would they would have a record of picking Super Bowl winners, Bowl winners. twenty years in a row. Yeah, but it, you know, so it's and that then it's the whole Back to the Future two part two thing. It's like okay, so if I go back to you know fifty years ago and then I do something, I'm, I'm ostensibly changing the the timeline right. that I knew, uh, and then I make a change and then I go forward from that point do i return back to the reality that i and then now we're opening up parallel universes which the multiverses are way in nowadays i know everybody's Huge. got a portal and a wormhole and multiverses but i don't know about that it, it gets a little too uh, it's fun to talk about you know i, I like think i think I, you know honestly as long as there's regret there'll be the dreams <laughs> of time travel um so biff Along your line of, of talking and thinking that these are just forwarding of technologies, will we forward in technology where warp speed becomes a thing? Will we be able to travel at light? And not in our lifetime, not in the next 100 years, next 200 years, but if we can go from, again, from the Model A from Kitty Hawk, from Kitty Hawk, North Carolina, which I don't believe was a real flight. I think that was more of a glider that had a lawnmower engine on it. But we went from Kitty Hawk to the moon in, in 50 years. What happens in the next 400 years? Yeah, um, I don't think that you, um, I don't think that we can travel at that speed. It might be. And I don't even know that you like I don't think the uh I don't I don't I can't think of a way to work out the even the physics for something to be, you know, like an, an actual vehicle to be propelled that fast. I think you could propel, you know, particles that fast because that happens all the time. But traveling at the speed of light, just you know, the physics just don't add up. And traveling at the speed of light where there's somebody inside, you know, the body doesn't hold up, right? The the whole, you know, the what has to happen for for you to get there. You know, the body is not, you know, uh, is not made up to be able to do that. So I just don't think that 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 whole idea of traveling at the speed of light is the thing. So, you know, we've broken the sound barrier. Now, if you're a ghost, though. <laughs> we've broken the sound barrier. And there's a sonic boom when that happens, yeah. when you break the sound barrier. What happens when you break the light barrier? Like Ooh. what the, you know what I mean? Like right, what is right. you, you, you disappear essentially because you're faster than light. And the light reflecting off of you cannot be seen because you're moving faster than so you become invisible. You know what I mean? If you're moving faster than light, then light can't bounce off you because you know what I mean? Well, I might be able to answer that because to girls in junior high, I was invisible. So what that, <laughs> what that entailed was <laughs> you've broken the light barrier a long time ago. Uh, so so I'm taking a Biff's a hard no on being able to beam people up at, at one point. Oh, that's All different. Right. That now you're talking about matter uh, trend. Like that, that's 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 different. You know, it, like what was it? it's a like matter transformation where you take mass into energy and then energy back into mass and, and i mean they, they, that's a that's 
that's a tricky thing that they basically like what happened yeah that's that's another thing altogether i mean like you, you ever try to put a puzzle back together it's or <laughs> or you know you put something that you unscrewed back together and you have an extra screw left over right you don't that's want that why happening. we have two kids we don't want that <laughs> happening why didn't anybody tell me my ass was so big you know we don't want any of that happening space ball reference um no i i that that's crazy but uh i mean warp speed uh speed uh, going faster than the speed of light i can't i'm i'm going to say i won't rule out that that's not possible but it's um Meat based on our english cur- that's impossible that's impossible uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah i um i don't think that we will see that happen in our lifetime maybe not even in our kids lifetime but i don't i think it's something to strive towards you know so- so here's something we are striving towards that I'm interested in hearing your takes. Does AI take over? Are, are we are we destined to live in the world of the Terminators? It's already happened. Right. No, no, I'm, I'm dead. Biff, I don't know if you know. You, you've seen all those crazy robots that can now do part. Yeah, yeah. Do you know those are all, and I'm, I'm not kidding, that company that puts out those awful scares me, and every time I see it on Twitter, I post, well, we had a good run. Uh, that company is about halfway between where I live and Joe lives. It Boston is, Robotics. It is truly, I drive oh, by that. Boston Dynamics. It's, it's, well, it's, the, it's, the, it's, it's an MIT, um, like, it's a, it's a bunch of, I thought it was like a, originally like a, a side side company of a bunch of mit uh engine and you know engineering professors i thought and now like just this in the past year and we talked about on the podcast um you know it's like having the geneva convention and having rules of war but yet not holding putin accountable uh all the companies that are developing these robotics have signed a pledge to never weaponize them uh Right, exactly. It's what I mean. This is, uh, I this winked, is by the, the way. This, <laughs> Thank this you. Is I should. The, this is the this is the lesson they're trying to apply from you know basically the Manhattan Project, right? The aforementioned Manhattan Project, right? Because they said, "Hey, you know what? That was a bad idea. <laughs> the science was totally cool, but the idea not so great, right?" Joe, so, Joe, could you weigh in on on your thoughts about just because a scientist can do something? Uh, uh, j- just because uh. You, you were so uh, you were so uh, enthralled, uh, or uh, you were so with with uh, ah fuck I forgot the line. Was it you were so? Uh, what's the line, George? I don't know the line. Standing on the shoulders, what? Uh, you know, standing on the shoulders of others came before you, and 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 these these marvelous things you created. Uh, you, you 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 spent time thinking you, what you could do. You never, you never stop to think uh, if if you should. <laughs> I, I, that's a Jeff Goldblum, by the way. In case you were wondering, what I know, the fuck I, I was we, trying we to knew, but but that's the whole thing. It's like they're saying, "Oh, we're pledging not to weaponize." This great. I applaud that. I applaud the Geneva Convention, uh, the Geneva Convention that is never upheld. I mean, if the Geneva Convention was worth the paper it was it's, written it's, on, it's not so much. I'm not so worried about the fact that 
those guys aren't going to to you know do right. that. It's it's but the technology is going to be stolen. And somebody gonna, will right. weaponize it. So and, I mean, and, and not and, and not just stolen, but but here's the whole thing. It's going to be sold. It's like sure. they do, they don't have hedge fund investors to pay these people <laughs> to develop it and the research and the development and just the raw materials to make these amazing machines. Somebody's not giving them that money to break even. But by the way, you're making it sound like AI was going to be weaponized against uh, you know humanity by other humans. No, um, themselves. It, AI AI is going like, to be yeah. It'll just become self-aware like Skynet, and then it'll weaponize itself against humanity. Um, so I, I I do believe that at some point AI will um, be it, it, it will. It, I think we'll get to the brink of like, hey, the, the this is getting a little out of control. I I, I read an article years ago that there was um, an experiment with some uh, researchers in AI where they wanted to have, you know, computers or artificial intelligence uh, communicate with each other faster, and apparently they got to a yes. point where they had to pull the plug on the project because the AI computers were communicating in a code th uh, that was not decipherable by the scientists running the experiment. So basically they were, AI was creating its own secret language to communicate with each other that the scientists couldn't understand. And they smart, I know that story because my dad gave me the heads up on it. And it was like, you know, he was so excited and scared to share that with me. And that's the thing is at one point or another, some absolute brilliant 16 year old who's at MIT <laughs> is going to be look what I can do for the sake of doing it. And and uh, Kurt Vonnegut said it right. You know, um, he always hated being being lumped in a category with science fiction writers. He He used to say, if you're a good writer and you know how a refrigerator works, they call you a science fiction writer. And how many things that were science fiction became science fact over the course of 50 years, 100 years. And again, you know, getting back to, you know, the Star Trek people, the Star Trek fans who through the 60s, the 70s, 80s, to this day say, hey, I, I we're not going to get there in my lifetime, but I'd like to be part of the building blocks. But as far as AI goes and as far as these absolute Terminator machines, like the machines in Terminator one could not do the things that the machines are doing now it's like yes and, and t2 they got so much better but when you see these these humanoid doing parkour and doing problem solving in real time they're running from point a and i've seen like the last video i saw it's a changing course so it's not like they know when i get to here i have to jump when i land on this i have to roll when i do this i and it's a changing course that that people are changing as it goes so it's not like they can learn the algorithm and you're watching it in real time and then you're talking about what you just did that secret code uh at and, and also heard a fascinating and scary um it was on npr the other day an author scientist who has been working on those bots to write novels and write scripts where they've fed like and we've seen people joke about they're it really like good. right really good. Yeah. so so the fact that they're doing all of that 
there's that, AR art on you know social media right yeah, now, you yeah. know, which is kind of pissing off real artists. It's like, hey, you know, like <laughs> we take they took our job. Right. <laughs> Damn government. <laughs> the AI took our jobs. We used to be the artists and now the uh, computers are doing it. So so that's the thing. That's that's not in our kids' lifetime. That's in our lifetime. Where we are right now with AI. Because then AI, when, when was the first, like, you know, uh, well, and we all know this. The computing power that got us to the moon by the mid-'80s. By 12, 15 years later, the little calculators that we had right. that the most I ever did was write boobs on it, you know, upside down. Uh, or, or, or those stupid things. Uh, those have more computing power than what got us to the moon. And, and you know, what, what's in our pockets now, are the, it's so unimaginable to the people working in NASA in 1960, to all the Nazis working in NASA in 1966 to get us to the moon and the uh, paperclip, you know, initiative. Uh, so that's just in the last like 20 years. What the internet has got dial up, like what the internet is to what it was just 10 years ago. Well, but I mean, I mean, at the heart of it though is right. It's not the idea is is that AI is going to by nature, right? it is going to keep advancing, right? Because that's what, what it is. It's right. It's a kind of a perpetual kind of a cyclic thing, right? It's a feedback machine, right? It's a feedback mechanism, right? So it learns that from by, itself. Yeah. By nature, right. It's going to, it's just going to get better. Right. So. And it, but what you're saying, Jacques is and with like, with everything else, with the space race, with the information, superhighway, it all comes down to government infrastructure. Like if the, if the governments are willing to throw money at it, Yep. So that we can, you know, uh, make a better uh, society or better, you know, warfare or whatever, or better porn, you know, whatever, whatever advances we want to make. Porn, well, that's that's asking a lot. <laughs> I think I think that's something that the you know the taxpayers you know, can get behind, though. Joe, yeah. they have pushed the envelope. <laughs> oh gee, um, but I think uh, I think that's all it takes. Is like, yeah, if there's money to be made and money thrown at it, then yes. Uh, it, it it could be done. Um, I mean, they already have the bomb, the bomb disposal things. In, in San Francisco, San Francisco is the first municipality in the United States that has authorized uh, robotics to use uh, lethal force. And I don't know if you followed that a few weeks ago, but they now have, you well, know. They backed it out, right? I think I thought they, they backed out of it. No, they did because not. There was outcry from it, but as of right now, and and, and the checks and balances, it's like we're, we're going to really make sure we shoot a bad guy. That is not going to be the wrong bad guy because we've never executed an innocent person in this country, not once, <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah, but that's a scary thing. It's like at one point or another, it, it's either for military use or like, oh, this it's cheaper to build this thing than a soldier. And we can just, you know, we don't have to notify next of kin with this thing. Uh, or I you build know, a grand army. Right. Thank you. The <laughs> Republic. This is how we die to boisterous applause. Uh, but that's what scares me, because when you see those videos and you see one where, where you know, we're Boston Robotics, where iRobot, that's the other one. That's the other one right there on Route 3, Joe. Yeah. And it's, it's a neighbor of TV show, but there's a big company. It's almost exactly halfway between Joe, iRobot and Burlington Mass. You see their videos that they put out five, six years ago and what they're doing now. 
And it's like, yeah, we're not talking in our kids' lifetime. We're talking in the next five to ten years. You know, we're looking at Skynet. And I, you know, so. damn you, Boston Dynamics! Stop making parkour robots that scare my friend Jacques. <laughs> they do. He says, "I'm one." And by other- the way, so what? So what if they become the masters of parkour? Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> they only know how to do parkour. It's yeah, not no, like they're going to learn, yeah. you know, they're not going to learn how to, like, fire a gun or, or, no. or you know, take your gerb. <laughs> or enslave the human. And they wouldn't enslave us. They would need us for nothing. There's never been a science fiction movie where aliens come to Earth or AI became, uh, became cognizant where they realize, oh, the only thing hurting this planet are these motherfuckers here. <laughs> Let's these turn are them the- into batteries for the Matrix. Right. Thank you. Anyways, what else do you believe in, you ninny? Everything. <laughs> everything. I, I, an a- I'm an atheist who believes in everything. Hey, yeah. uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a vegetarian who doesn't eat vegetables. Where I'm a walking contradiction. Ugh. That's all. That's all I got. Unless you got another one, Biff. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, hey, Joe, have you ever wondered? Is Japan real? Have you have you been there? Do you know? I mean, how do how do we? It's know? not real. Don't go. <laughs> it, it's real small. <laughs> hey, by the way, they don't have a lot of cemeteries, but they 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 do have a lot of golf courses. I do. I know. <laughs> I see that they, they they're using their land wisely. That that actually turned into a, one of those you know uh, one of those bubble things. Actually, oh yeah, golf course. Yeah. Wow. Because back in the eighties, when you know. Economy was great, and people were willing to pay those stupid green fees and stuff like that. And then, you know, yeah, so yeah, there, there, there was a golf course bubble. Oh wow! There, there was also this thing, or, or maybe I'm just talking out of my ass again. But if you can, there, there became a problem in Japan because there's no driving ranges, and people were going down and like driving off like piers, like doing you drive so much to the fact that it was affecting the fishing ecosystem oh. and and around Japan. And it's like the number of like whales that were dying because of like, you know, oh, who I got a hole in one blowhole. You know? Who would have thought that throwing, you know, yeah. a tons of plastic into the ocean would, would have bad. an adverse effect on the environment? Well, luckily, we live in a country that wouldn't do such a thing. A you know? Well, they also do, you know, what's the, uh, the, 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 the cove? What's the, what's that called? Right, the, right, right. The dolphin thing. Dolphin, yeah. 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 So, you know, See, be- Japan's not so great. Between that, we you think it's all real. A lot of things about Japan that sucks. <laughs> Thank God we can look down at other nations because you know, you know, not, nothing in our past says like you know, horrible people doing horrible things since day one. If it's one thing our closets don't have is skeletons. <laughs> Oh gosh. Nope. I, I think I think that's it. I think we I think we I think everybody who's ever listened to this podcast or that, yeah, Chuck's kind of a wing nut. <laughs> you know? right. It's like Oh, oh we didn't we didn't talk about like uh oh, tell I guess telekinesis and what, what, oh, uh, what yeah, about me- yeah, yeah. mental Thank telepathy. You. Thank you. No, I did have that on the list. You're right. Uh yeah. Uh uh clairvoyancy. Do you think you know do oh, you like, think what, that's the that- thing? Clairvoyancy, like as far as like seeing the future. It, oh, you know, do you, do you think there's that? Do you think oh. people can? Mm. No, <laughs> no, I do not think so. I think there's intuition, yeah, and there can be heightened intuition and just sort of like pattern recognition and luck. But right. I don't think that you can like legitimately 
say like there was no Nostradamus didn't yeah whatever Hister yeah. instead of Hitler I don't I don't know I think it's a lot of like you know um, after the fact kind of like a backward engineering what he wrote yeah. down and yes. mistra- a couple of mistranslations to fit the narrative oh, almost like the Bible can almost say anything you want it to you know yeah. what I mean yeah uh, no it's it's uh, but, but, but what, what about, about like what about like mental telepathy where like I can read your mind or or how, how about this? Do you believe that we'll be able to record thoughts? You know, huh? That, that's more likely, I think. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, hey, watch Black Mirror. Watch a couple of episodes of Black nope. Mirror. Nope, uh, and, don't and, and, do it. <laughs> why? What do you do? Oh yeah, I yes. made you watch the Star Trek one. That was a yes, and it haunts me to this day. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I do. I think about like like that stuff. Telepathy. I mean. It 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 sounds so fucked up, but you know, I mean, Biff, you've seen this in sports where there's when they talk about just some people just clicking and just knowing where the other one is, and and I'm I'm not being funny when I say this when you when you talk about like twins and stuff like that, like the Sedine twins and stuff, just making passes to the other one that you know, there's no reason because. Okay, I'm trying to get to point A to point B, but somebody knows that, so they go out of their way to cut off that path. I jump inside to go here, and his brother on the other side of the rink with his back turned to him, if it happened once, great. If it happened 100 times, great. But in their NHL career, it happened a 1,000 times, 10,000 times, where a tape-to-tape pass that should not have gone you know, from from that guy to that guy, and it's always the same too. You know, and it's like, you know, I, I, you know what that is? That is a spending a lot of time with certain individuals. Because you know what, there are things that my management would say. She'll start saying blah 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 blah, and my son will look at her and say, "What are you talking about?" And I said, "You mean this?" And then my son will look at me and he's like, "How did you get from that to that?" And that's what happens when you spend a lot of time with somebody. Yeah, you just be you 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 have that sort of shorthand with each other. Shorthand with each other, and that's what I think what it really is. But do you think telekinesis could happen? No, is that is that a skill that could be developed? There is no, no spoon. No. <laughs> I'm gonna say yes again. So I think I've checked yes in every but no, no one, I th- category. I, I, but I will say that that is non-zero, you know? because there is such a thing as a brain wave, right? So the brain wave, if it if it can be internalized. Maybe it can be externalized, right? So well, I think that is a. I'm, I'm saying I, I think that one is a non-zero. Well, we're we're we've already established that you believe what Joe threw out there that we might be able to record thoughts. Yeah. So if you can record those thoughts, and Joe's tinfoil hat has some kind of receiver, and my tinfoil hat has this, that maybe, like, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of a six a Simpson line right now, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do think yeah, it's non-zero, but yeah. No donuts. <laughs> I'm going to uh, read your thoughts. You know what this means? It means that this damn thing doesn't work at all. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I I uh I did enjoy this uh this little uh excursion into the mysteries of the unknown. Well, I believe in everything. So we're not going to uh, we're not going to do uh, Sasquatch? <laughs> uh yeah. yeah. Well, I'm what, kidding. What are I'm your thoughts? <laughs> Coming up next on In Search Of. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there, there's like, it's funny because Joe and I were talking uh, before you logged on earlier, Biff. It's like, I mentioned something joking. He's like, nope, nope. 
we're not doing conspiracy theories. <laughs> There's, do you believe in this or do you believe in like, we all, we all know for a fact that John F. Kennedy Jr. is coming back sometime soon. He's now a Republican and he's going to be, a, well, that of course is just, just logical. No, but this was fun. I'm, I'm he's glad. one of the masked singers, I think. This well, no, we, we kind of. <laughs> So you and I, well, maybe you're even you might be too young. Like I grew up in an age where th this kind of stuff. Th I remember going to the movie theater to see this movie called The Outer Space Connection. Hmm. And there's a bunch. Th there was a company that made a, you know, just like those Sharknado people. There was a company that made a bunch of these movies, you know, like this. Like you know, there was one, you know, uh, having uh, that had to do with you know, like how like the pyramids and all that stuff. You know, you know that kind of stuff. You know. So yeah, all that kind of you know, there was a company that did this kind of stuff, a I bunch of check them. That out. We gotta look and up it was, the outer it was space in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is that called, Biff? It was it was called Outer Space Connection. Is the one that I went to see, but there was one with the these you know how like these certain you know uh, these gods helped humans make you know the what you're talking about with the pyramids and the like. Uh, I remember the uh, the you know Easter Island being the thing, another thing, or like. There was one with Sasquatch, you know, so they had all these different, you know, movies oh. that they just, just pumped out every so often. Oh, you know who narrated that? A one Rod Serling. Oh, oh fantastic. Wow. Um, and no, so this, it, is, this is not affiliated, by the way, with the Great Space Coaster. Okay. <laughs> all right. No, no. Hey, no news is good news with Gary can use. <laughs> okay. Oh, marry me. <laughs> were you before I, I don't know when you were in toronto but what were you were you here for in search of i remember when, in search of those that's when, with uh leonard nimoy right? leonard nimoy yeah. okay and then there were these um and joe and i were talking about this last week because of course we were the shows like that's incredible and sure, yeah. real people and they would have people come on where they would do and i remember my cousins trying to do this trick where they would have like you know my aunt sitting on a chair and four people, like half my aunt's collective body weight, picking the chair up with her, with two fingers each. You know what I mean? And this, right. you had to stand in a certain way and all of this stuff. Like, like the 70s TV was just chock full. And where I had no friends and as we established was invisible to women. <laughs> uh, I had a lot of time to watch and take all of that in. Oh yeah, I used to. Well, what about the Orson Welles uh, Nostradamus special? The, just, just uh, his oh, voice alone. Oh, dude, I mean, it's yeah. fantastic. It's like he already references the the Hitler Hisler thing and just going and then this and, and that. Absolutely. I mean, on his deathbed, the guy still had his voice. Yeah. I mean, he, he seriously, he did. That that voice was just. It's right up there with Telly Savalas and, and yeah. James Earl Jones as some of the greatest voices to, you know, and TV Herman. My, oh, of course, <laughs> they, 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 you, you were just rounding out the top four right there, you know. The dulcet tones of yeah. Paul Rubens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't right. make monkeys. I just train them. <laughs> You have derailed. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for sale, Francis. <laughs> oh, Pee Wee, listen to reason. <laughs> There's no basement in the Alamo, <laughs> which is a line. Uh, I, nobody, nobody on this third rock from the sun says there's no basement in the Alamo more than me. Every time my 15 year old opens a fridge and the thing he's looking for doesn't bite him, 
It's like there's no there's no soy milk here. There's no basement in the Alamo. You know, <laughs> it's like like I it 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 makes no sense. But each and every time, yeah, it gives me a little giggle. And who delivered that uh, great line in the movie? Uh, that would be uh, Jan Hicks or Hooks. Ooh, yes, yes, Hooks, Hooks, Jan yeah. Hooks, Jan Hooks, the great. Jen Hooks, I like to say. Yes. Uh, gentlemen, this was the, I mean, like I said, <laughs> I threw this out there about two hours before we got on. This is the kind of nonsense that keeps nonsense. me up at night, you know, and, and I, I don't think I can talk Biff into it, but we usually leave for Phoenix like really early in the morning because we have a, yeah. I, if I can only get you to do that drive late and listen to art bell as art we go bell. through the you know the 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 hour is he, is he still around oh no no <laughs> no no beyond no. the grave beyond the grave yeah no, but... i mean i'm saying like his stuff you know nobody's airing his stuff oh right? no no but it's all dude i mean i used i used to collect somewhere in this house i still have I, I might have the cassette still. I'm sure it's on YouTube, right? And I have the DVDs <laughs> of the old Superman radio show. But now when I go to bed, I just say, you know, Alexa, play old time Superman. And it's and, and, it, and it's in order. And it was like, like you left off an episode, you know, 4,861. And it will just play. All the, oh, all the Art Bell stuff is out there. And then Art oh. Bell gave way to a guy named George Norrie. And uh, George Norrie still has... A show, uh, but all the Art Bell stuff is cataloged and I'm up sure. there, and it's genius. And it's about an hour, about 90 minutes to two hours before the Arizona border, and about two hours after the Arizona border, there's nothing. It's, <laughs> yeah. I think it's more of like you, you probably enjoyed those uh, shows more based on the atmosphere in which you were listening. You know, you're in the middle of the desert. Yep. You could be abducted by an alien at any given moment or a trucker or, <laughs> or a trucker. Tell them large Marsh sent When you. you say alien in Arizona, <laughs> it means something else, Joe. Oh, oh, man. But gentlemen, this was absolutely fantastic for me. And I don't know next week, you. Next week we're doing a Pee Wee's Big Adventure sideshow because, oh, God. Yeah. Could you handle that, Biff? Could you handle Joe and I talking <laughs> Pee Wee, or not, or just you, quoting it for two hours? I, I've actually watched them, and it's a good movie. I've it's actually great, watched it. I, I, I haven't seen it in a, in like, like twenty years, though. So and it's, it still it's one, holds up. It's, a it's great one of those movie. It's one of those ones. If you go back now, and the all the nobodies who have small roles in it. That are just, and they were all, they were all his friends from the Growlings playing this little role, that little role, who just went on to be huge. The woman who is uh, in the biker bar who says, I say, you let me have him first. That is Elvira. Cassandra Peterson. That's fantastic. You know, but, but yeah, that, that's, that, that, that's, that's a rabbit hole for another day. But, yeah. uh, but I'm glad we all agree that it all exists except for God. God. <laughs> because the church says it's true and we you don't know. buy that. Uh, but, yeah. the, but seriously, uh, uh, but if Art Bell says it, <laughs> right. Gold man. Absolutely. Oh, gold. we didn't even get into Scientology. Oh wait, we can't. <laughs> Don't forget. <laughs> the mist lifted like a curtain 
over the soft-spoken morning that time in October where the only thing that came between me and the sun were a few of the fresh autumn leaves that had just fallen from the trees. I could see them from across the way. They came out of the bushes like a bunch of scared rabbits, completely filthy like they had just spent the morning bathing in dirt. They walked closer and closer, and I knew that no matter how hard I tried to not walk fast, I would catch up with them eventually. It always happens. There was no escaping it. And even if they didn't, I'd be glad, I'd be rather they pushed the stoplight because I wouldn't want to touch anything they'd have touched. It's, it's the same thing every morning. I can't believe it. Every time I get up, I'm always there with them. Why can't they take the bus? Twelve dirty cabanas and me. That's all there ever was. And I'd have to go all the way to school with those fucking filthy people. I bet you one of them is in Southbridge right now watching television and the other one's working on some assembly line. None of them are smart enough to ever get out of here.